Welcome to episode 232 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, welcome along to episode 232 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Isles. How are you going mate? I'm very good. Why is that? Because uh, it's the post-Kona super special part two. Oh, we're doing that again, well, are we? we've got quite a bit of Kona stuff there to start the it's show. It's the post-post. The post-post. The post-y. That's right. I Am Talk's <laughs> brought to you by... Coffeesofway.com For the world's tastiest smelling coffee. Athlinks.com Tastiest smelling, is it such a thing? Well, you could use all your senses. You listen to your coffee as you're roasting it, you taste it and you smell it. And you feel it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's feel all those beans when you pour them in? Oh, it's good times. Athletes.com, uh, social networking for endurance athletes. And extreme endurance. Get on it to get yourself faster. John's having mm. a sneeze. And, and I actually have crazy hay fever, man. It's the time of the year. And I get rubby eyes. Do you get that when you get hay fever? Mm, yep. Oh, it's like I'm poking my eyes out all the yep. time. Norwesters does it for you. No, oh, I tell you. So uh, anyway, and this week's show, we've got some news. We've got an age group of the week. We've got website. And we've actually got two interviews. I thought we were going to push one next week. Oh, are we? Push that to next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, otherwise, me. we're going to have hours of content. Oh, okay. But don't we have an interview next week as well? No, I don't think so. We'll just keep pushing <laughs> them back away. You, you didn't know about this week's one? I didn't. So this week we've got Sean Burke, who's, uh, he fits into our age group uh, request that I sent out a little while ago. He's married, he's got a, a full-time job, doesn't come from a you know, stellar triathlon background, and he does good coaching. Uh, I think he was there for the, I think he did okay, but he it wasn't the yep. key race of the season. Yep. Tick that box, yeah. The experience. Okay, then the news. Uh, news is proudly brought to you by xtry.com. Check out xtry for the latest news, reviews, and interviews with the stars. And probably the first piece of news is actually on xtry. It was a um, they've got a video clip for those of you that missed the Kona coverage or you were racing. They've got a, a clip there. It's six minutes and thirty seconds long, and it really just more than anything focuses on the the, the battle for first uh, between Raylert and. McCormick and well, it's, it's kind of a really quick wrap up of the whole day. Yeah, if you can put nine hours into six minutes, that's, yeah. that's what they've done. And shows a bit of Miranda, Miranda Carfrey in there. Um, you, I think you, when I listened to it, it had some pretty hardcore music playing. Yeah, um, but did you watch the whole thing? Yeah. Well, you didn't then, did you? Because oh, the music sh- switches throughout. The first <laughs> part was pretty hardcore. Um, but it was a good little wrap of the show, uh, a wrap of the, the race. So yep. check it out on X Try. Okay, well, I suppose for the big things we want to talk about with Conan, let's have a look at it. First of all, uh, Carissi's blog comments. So I posted that up on our Facebook page, I think it was. Um, you did indeed, didn't you? Because, uh, yeah, I mean, there was, there was a bit going around that she didn't do it because she had no argument with sponsors or whatever. Oh, really? And, yeah, and it's like, oh, I don't know about that, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can probably nut that stuff out after the race or she crumbled under the pressure and had a bit of a meltdown. But, but why wouldn't she, you do it for sponsors? That doesn't really make sense to me. Like, if you're a professional athlete, why would you not do it for sponsors? Apparently yeah. people were saying she had arguments or something like that. But, but basically she posted on her, uh, her her site that, you know, she just got sick the day before the race and she woke up, felt crap and in those conditions. You know, when you if you're feeling like rubbish, it's pretty hard to go out there and win a race. Yeah. And so it was. it's pretty cut and dry as far as... And you know what? Knowing Chrissy's character, I doubt... She would like. <laughs> she may. Stuff. She may have 
been crumbling a little bit under pressure, but that could have been because she was getting sick. And, yeah. And um, so... And you know what? Like, it's really hard to comprehend the pressure Chrissy's under when she hits Kona. You know what I mean? Like, Chrissy is, you know, the name of our sport right now. And so everyone's just trying to get her energy. Mm. And that week leading up to Kona, like, I know she's pretty good now kind of blocking a run off. But even then, and the thing about Chrissy is she gives her energy to everyone as well, doesn't she? So the demands on her leading up to that week are pretty huge. And then you add sickness to it. So, And, and like, when we interviewed Craig Alexander over there, you know, he was doing interview after interview so yeah. it's um, it's a busy week for those just for those top few it's a very very busy week well that's what Mick was saying in his post-race interview was that um, for him it was actually better this year because he didn't have the pressure leading up to the race mm-hmm. because he didn't have such a good year last year so one thing um, Olaf put on uh, our website is do we think Chrissy will enter the 70.3 World Champs who knows I mean she's she's obviously got some form to, to do it I, I wouldn't be that surprised if she did yeah, nice. yeah, it'd be interesting to see if she did. Would she win it? Uh, she's not actually, so dominant in 7.3. Well, I mean, it depends who turns up. If, if, if all the Iron, Iron Girls turned up, yes. If uh, a few Olympic distance athletes turned up, probably not. P- potentially not. Potentially it, not. Yeah, it would kind of depend a little bit what plays out on the bike. Okay then. Um, next up, race by numbers. But John, we looked at this last week. Did we? Yeah. No, we, I thought we looked at it a few weeks ago when we were before the race. Oh, but, but these aren't post-race results, are they? Yeah, it is. This is 2010. We, we looked at pre-race, the juicinator, Nick, at tryjuice.com. Yeah, he had really last... Know. No, he had a few before the race. Oh, we said this is what happened last year. This year, we'll just quickly scan over some numbers. Okay, let's um, So, in the, in, interesting, the pro-race was only 68 men and 53... Females. So what does that go through next year again? No, it drops to yeah. I, th- I think eighty, which I think altogether. Maybe, yeah, I think maybe fifty guys and thirty girls. And what's interesting though is is this, you look at the start list, and there's a hell of a lot more than that on the start list. So a lot of them, you know, I think what probably what WTC is do- doing a good thing. Yeah, say there's only a hundred and ten there. You know, on the start list, it would have been at least hundred and fifty. Um, so you know, there's forty slots that could have potentially gone to age groupers. So, as per last year, the biggest age group was um, the 40 to 44 age group in both uh, no, men's. No, and the females, it was actually 35 to yes. 39, which is interesting. And uh, men far outweigh the females. Um, scroll down a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, 1,400 versus 530, basically. Mm-hmm. So, 1,926 in total. Which, which uh, I'll pull a side note on here right now. We were... Um, Actually, the juice and I actually sent us through a photo from Kona um, on the bike league, and it's just a draft fest, wasn't it? It was a big, some big packs out there. But hey, look, you, you watch the swim, and you come out of the swim, it depends at what stage of the bike that was. It looked like that was on, on the way out. It's mark or something, isn't it? Or do you think no, no, early? I'm talking say, oh, say okay, early yep. in the ride. How do you separate, you know, if say there's going to be 200 people coming out between, say, um, one hour and one hour five, yeah, how do you up. separate that? So. Yep. I'd, I'd rather see pictures um, on the home stretch and see how it's how it's sort of padded out. Then the difficulty is when you start passing people, and if you, and then somebody behind you wants to pass you, and you're not going fast enough, it's just it's it's a really tricky situation. Yeah. And you've got fields compared to fields. Okay, whatever numbers we've got here, we've got the youngest competitor was a male Edward Brett, and then uh, Brandon Perini, uh, who are twenty, and the youngest female was you say that one, John. Kanoko Azumi from Japan, 21. Oldest competitors were 85, uh, 75, Harriet Anderson, and then Lee Hollander, 80. And Americans with biggest country, obviously. New Zealand were there in 10th. That's about it. Yeah. 
business. 107 cool. business owners, 107 engineers. It's a tie. It's a tie. The engineers and the business owners. That was, that was actually that was riveting. <laughs> that was pretty boring. Really. Okay, what, what is really cool if you check out um, K226, they actually have a pretty good feed of a lot of the videos that happened uh, over race. I've actually taken it down because we were watching it before. But a uh, couple of good videos I watched was an interview with Maka. Uh, about race. the race yeah and it was, it was interesting him talking about Ray Lewis's decision to go towards the aid station with mm-hmm. 1k to go he, he thought that was a bit of a rookie mistake and that um, when he saw him go for it he thought what are you doing mate and mm-hmm. so he attacked And but then he also mentioned that once he attacked he thought he'd blown it because he started to cramp but uh, I mean as we discussed last week there's definitely a, a component of mental weakness there from Ray Lewis, but yeah. also he was in La La Land you watch him come over the finish line and he was swaying all over the show yeah. couldn't stand up so I think there was a bit of both and Macca looked pretty composed and like he just sort of kept a steady pace and yeah he, he obviously did crack did you did you see the um uh, the speeches did you watch the speeches I watched uh, Macca's speech yeah um, it wasn't too it was, it was entertaining it wasn't too too riveting there it wasn't it wasn't a Chrissy half hour um, no but I did like, I liked the way he got a bit emotional about it and he also mentioned that it was probably his best day ever out there which was you know for a guy who's been doing it 20 years it's, mm-hmm. it was pretty impressive and he did say that he was not the oldest Ironman winner um, Mark one Allen month, was yeah. about one month one month older than him yeah. Uh, so yeah k226.com not only does it have good um, some good Kona clips on there it's also got just some just some good clips from lots of different iron distance races that you never see just YouTube clips up there so check it out I think what they do is they just feed off everyone else's websites oh, but it's, you know, like it's all good yeah. it's kind of a good place to wrap it up from everywhere so We've got Marinda Carfrey switch yeah I watched that as well yeah. which is uh, she basically didn't prepare for her speech so. right <laughs> they're a bit of a wrap up I imagine they talk longer than what they did in these videos but yeah, yeah. and, and I'll, the, the interview they got off Mac is definitely worth the watch yeah. um, so what else it's more or less at Kona for this year um Last thoughts, John. Well, everyone's been giving you shit about not picking I'm it. But over it. I mean, if if ah, oh, see, that's if everybody, <laughs> nobody else picked him. So hey, I mean, back it up. You didn't pick him. I you said, oh, oh, Mac might do okay. No, I said you I wouldn't write him off. Did, did you say Mac is going to win it? Yes, I did actually. The rubbish. I did. No, I did. I'm going back and listening. Okay, you to do. That. You listen to it because I did ingest, but I still did it. No, don't <laughs> tell you because I went back and listened to picks. it because you, last week you said, oh no, I didn't say he wouldn't win it, and you did on the show, and then I and I was saying, oh no, he's going to win it because you were saying that. I'm going to clarify my position. I picked. <laughs> I picked eight guys. <laughs> eight guys that oh, I said. John. You've lost credibility. No, I picked eight guys that I said <laughs> I thought could win it. So, and and he wasn't in there, was he? He was not in that eight. Yeah. And then when I, I said, said to you, well. can he win it? You said no. Right. And then I, I said, well, I think he that. can. Okay. So hence, you, I picked it. But you didn't have the balls to put it out there and say he's going to win it. But I know, but like you, you put eight to win. Yeah. Yeah. I so, said these are potential eight. I didn't say they would. Yeah. Well, I put Mecca in my, my three that I picked. So, yeah. hey, I'm just saying, John. I'm just saying. Do you one think person got it right. One person got it wrong. Do you, Who think, was he, do you think he'll repeat next year? Um, I wouldn't write him off. I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Austin, 70.3 happened over the weekend. What happened there, Jombo? We had James Kanana take it out. He's had a really good season, won the Altuiz race and won a few others there. Jeez, what a great run, 112. 112. Considering no one else is close to him. Like yeah, The next fastest run was 116, so he's four minutes faster. And he's renowned as, as a very strong cyclist. I remember watching the Altuiz race, and he, uh, he he rode away from the field, so that's an awesome race. Beating Marco Albert, night to you guy, and uh, Monday, Tuesday, happy days. Richie Cunningham, Cunningham, third place. Consistently third the whole day. Third out of the water, third off the bike, and third in the run. Yeah. 
Very good. So, yeah. And on the girls' side of things, uh, oh, oh, it was interesting. It was uh, we had one of our ITU stars, uh, Nicola Spurig. She finished second or third in the world rankings, uh, and she finished, I think, on the podium. Oh, that's for saying she's two and a half. And what's the end of this season? The season's finished, and Easy she's money. a very strong cyclist, a very, very strong cyclist. But she just killed them all. But I've been saying that, she still ran the fastest run. Exactly. And and this is what I say, I mean, um, so she, she took it out in 4.09, Angela Neath was second, and Sam Warren was third. And that's why a lot of people have, have said, you know, what has, Sam Warren, is, she's not the same athlete she was a few years ago, you know. She can run the same, as, a couple of years ago, same as Nicholas Spurig, and now she's losing five minutes to her, plus seven minutes on the bike. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm wondering whether that transition to Ironman, if, if she'd been in the same sort of form that, say, Nicholas Spurig was, which Sam was a few years ago, I think that would transfer to a much quicker Ironman, but she just seems to be slowing down a little bit. But then again, does that matter so much in Ironman? Yes, I think it'll make a difference. I mean, you look at the guys that are coming in now and they're making that really quick transition, you know, guys like Ray Lurk, guys like Dirk Bockel, you know, um, Rasmus Henning, the transition is boom, boom, straight into it and they do well off the bat. Okay, next question I have then. Um, When's 17.3 is two weeks away? Uh, It's in, maybe a little bit further I don't know. It's not far away. It's not far away. It's in November. What's the prize money? <sighs> yeah, it'd be maybe, a 50, bit, maybe a bit, not for first. No, it'd be probably one hundred fifty thousand total prize pool. I would imagine. Okay. Will Nicola go to that? Well, she's probably she would have qualified. I would, would not be surprised whatsoever. And if she goes, I reckon she'll win. You're picking it. Yeah. I think Mick is going to win. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Mac will beat her. Well, Julie Dibbins looked pretty smoked after that race. You haven't seen anybody really back up from Kona. You know, I would say she would have been one of the race favourites, but we've never really seen anybody back up from Kona and Didn't win Did Crowe do second and then win it? Uh, I have to check my facts on that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. Or, or did he win it before he came second? He won it and then he got second in Kona. So oh, okay, so that was the next year. Yeah. I need, I need, we need our what, what's the cricket thing the, the, Elm, Elm the almanac we need the almanac we almost, don't we? yeah okay uh, coming up this weekend we've got the Great Floridian which I didn't pull up the website that's right it's been going since 1990 so it's a really long established race years so it's it's going strong and um, hopefully it will go strong you know a lot of these races are starting to um, feel the pinch a little bit as more WTC races keep popping up but hopefully it keeps going it's a good race I've had a few guys that do, have done it over the years and uh, check it out greatfloridian.com if you're looking for a late season race next John, year John in five years from now, we're going to see these races around. Uh, I, th- I think so, um, but they probably won't. I hope so. Yeah, but I, that, that, we will. But WTC is always going to get the big fields, and as we start to get more of these series going, say the Challenge and the Rev Three, I think they are going to pull more and more people towards them. Just yeah. a big marketing yeah. machine. These ones are going to be become more local races, small, yep, small local times, people. and they've, they've got to do what the Great Floridian does and create that whole festival thing. That's the only way they're going to survive, where they yep. have an aqua velo, they have a, yep. an iron distance, a half, an Olympic, yep. and then they'll, they'll survive. A bit like the uh, Triathlon Festival. It's tri- dub, 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 uh, Triathlon <laughs> Festival.co.nz. <laughs> I've got some people signed up for you, mate. Nice. Um, they they actually signed up, or they said they're going to sign up. Well, they said they're going to sign up. Yeah, lots of people saying that. Don't you hate that? Because they're like, oh, I'm going to sign up. Yeah, but I need the money, the money now. Get on there. <laughs> Don't just say it, do it. Yeah. Okay, uh, Outlaw Triathlon has actually been confirmed for the 24th of July 2011, uh, which is good for the people in the UK. It is. Got a really good rep for the first year of the race this year, didn't mm-hmm. it? So it's going to be really interesting to see how all those races um, do next year. You know, two no, th- two or three new races in the UK next year. Two new races. It's going to be the Henley Challenge race. Oh, wait a second, John. There's a 
WTC race in Wales, plus the Outlaw. Uh, so it's going to be a pretty full-on season there. Luckily, they are spread reasonably well. You know, some in July, some in August, some in September. So hopefully they will survive. And there's also another new Iron Distance race going to Mallorca. And uh, the Juicinator managed to break the story before we'd seen it anywhere else. Uh, so there's going to be two races in Mallorca. They're going to have a half and they're going to have a full. And it's called the I Can. And uh, I think, uh, and just check it out on TriJuice if you're interested in uh, heading off to Mallorca. Do we, do we want to do a scoop? Uh, depends if it's factual or not. Well, it seems to be pretty factual. Right. Because we've got, we've got an email from the Pope. Right. Yeah, wait a second, I'll pull up, wait a second, where is it? Um, Squarespace, <coughs> okay. Uh, from the Pope at the Vatican.com. Send us an email. Right. And uh, you, you look out for Felix announcing the challenge race tomorrow in Cairns. Now, that's just hearsay, isn't it, John? No, it's allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. But then someone else sent through an, e- an email. Now, who sent through this one? Um, wait a second, wait a They're second. calling through. They're just falling through. They're calling through right now. It's, 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 the lawyers are on us already. <laughs> <laughs> Angus. Wait a second. Is it Angus? Angus Boyd. Good old Pete Jacobs. Um, tweeted that he's going to fly to Kins tomorrow to launch a new challenge triathlon event. I would not be surprised if this is factual. Yeah. Um, because there's been talk about it. And when we had Felix on, he didn't deny the fact there was going to be a race in Australasia. Yeah. So. <laughs> and by a lot of time, a lot of you guys get this. I imagine it's already been announced. Yeah. So that will be interesting. Um, Kins is an interesting location. It is. T- kind of, it, it, it kind of depends what time of the year it is obviously it's um it's, hot it's actually pretty it? toasty up yeah, there yeah but maybe they might do it as a bit of a yeah maybe a may sort of race yeah, end, um, of season. end of season for the aussies so and that'll fit in quite nicely for for a lot of people um you know if you're looking for a, uh, an early season ironman for the the northern hemisphere athletes and a, and a good nice warm place to go it is an interesting choice of location because if you think of Aussie Kins is way out of anywhere you know mm. like if you are thinking of the main centres you want to do something more that lower part of Aussie so mm. um, or it might be a middle of the winter sort of one for Australia it's yeah but some people want to train for that not particularly no so you kind of think it would either be late mm. late summer mm. or kind of you know autumn yeah, it's hard, isn't it? We'll wait and see with bated breath. Okay, John, with well, ITU, we also have the new series unveiled for 2011, and the big news I saw out of it was that <laughs> there's, no, there's no American races. And this is this has been fairly consistent. I don't think there was a race this year. They obviously Why had... Why not? Because it's, it's a, there's a real European power base, for, is, is for one reason. There's not that many rounds, so there's only... Uh, seven rounds so pull up, pull up that page okay, I'll pull um, up that page John and they, like, they go to places that are consistently running the races and do a good job um, and the, the prize money is obviously a big part of it so I'd imagine the local economy um, helps with that and it's probably just difficult to more difficult to put on races well, we've got, we've got first was Sydney then we've got Japan um, Madrid Austria Germany Great Britain and then they're going to China so, but it's fascinating. America doesn't get one race. No, no. Um, but all those races are long-standing races. And oh, you, there's not one in America. Yeah, but it's quite difficult to go back and forth from Europe, then back to. It's a weak excuse, you know. No, it's not. Not if you're an athlete. It's not. It's a pain in the ass to go. To yeah, tra- but, but travel it's, all it's way across the Yeah, if, if you're talking tennis and you're gonna everybody everybody in the field's gonna get prize money, then yep, I'd agree with it. But. What you would find if they put a race, say, in the middle of 
July or something in the States, um, it would have a significantly weaker feel because you don't have to have all those counting races. So the athletes' perspective, they're going to stick to what's easiest for them. I'm, I'm curious for our American listeners, is, is that does this hurt ITU in America? Because ITU, even, oh, I suppose it's Ironman in America, isn't it? To, yeah, and, and that's... They may have put up a little bit of a white flag and gone, you know, let's focus on the areas that we're, that, we're, that we're really good at. And uh, I guess they were probably banking on the, the high V race having been good in, um, yeah, over uh, there as well. So it's, inter- it's very interesting. Yeah, it's but interesting. Europe is definitely their stronghold. And their title sponsor is a European-branded company yeah. as well so that's probably got something to do with it as well uh, it's interesting when the things like happen isn't it John John I was curious about K-Swiss because I was looking at the, the, they're doing lots of marketing we run Kona Marinda One Ray Lert Divins mm-hmm. you know they, they are a big presence when you go to Kona do people buy K-Swiss for triathlon well they're not very big in New Zealand so that's, uh, that's yeah that's what I'm curious because we don't we don't see it here really at all do we no unless someone's been to Kona and they've got those the shoes with the map on or something but yeah. it, it, I'm just curious they've invested a lot of money in our sport but, and I wonder if they're getting the return like are you guys actually buying case with gear or I wouldn't think oh, I think obviously they are getting some but their big money at market is tennis you know so like if they're throwing away lots of money in, uh, in triathlon yeah it'll come through at some stage but I, I doubt they're that, they're that worried about it but it's not like you know like when Stadler came on and with the bike you know with Coyota mm. you know and then everyone had Coyota you know like the, the investment for Coyota yeah, was, as well you thought oh, so I want to be like Stadler I'm getting one of those bad boys you know, you know, you know why I got that one because it was the cheapest one I could get but but so, you know, like, that investment was a really good investment. Mm. K-Swiss, man, when you go to Kona, and just, you know, the, the amount of advertising oh, they do in publications huge. and stuff like it's a huge. And, and maybe it, that is working out for them because I've kept at it for probably three or four years now, hasn't it been? If you want to post it on our Facebook page, if you, if you, what if you think of Facebook. You can, you can get a little thing going up there. Yeah, okay, on Facebook, just post it. And just let us know, you know, I... I, I do you see people lots of your, Yeah, there? people in your community using their gear. I'm just curious because... So you're giving K-Swiss free advertising. Oh, you know what? For pop, pop them an invoice. Okay, hopefully they'll give me a free top because I do like that top there. It's quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> and those shoes. I need some new shoes. Okay, um, what other news you got there, John? We should all really be running in Mizuno. So anyway. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sponsor. Coffees of Hawaii.com. We now, now, a few weeks ago, we got the photo of Gordo and I forgot to put it on the website, John. Oh. So I'll do it this week. Okay. Yep. So it's going to show Gordo with his cup of, uh, his Coffees of Hawaii little saucer and cup. And then he's also styling the Coffees of Hawaii Speedos. Not quite sure when the order closes off, but I'd suggest you get an ASAP. Why is that? Because it's going to be like with our bike shoes, it's just going to order it. You know, he orders oh, based it, on him and And then that's pretty much it until the next order rolls around. So Apparently they're pretty cool. popular in Kona. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so if you want to get yourself some styly coffees of Hawaii speedos, everybody needs speedo. If you're swimming, why not support one of our sponsors and get it out there and uh, go through the I Am Talk webpage, IamTalk.me. Click on the button; it'll take you through to Coffees of Hawaii. Shows you the specials, and then also get yourself some speedos while you're at it. Again, we got lots of feedback from people who went up to the boat in Kona, mm. loving it. Everybody loves the boat. They do love the boat, eh? Yeah, you get yeah. Little gel occasionally. Oh, next year, yeah, we'll be back there again. We can do interviews on the boat again. That's right. Yeah. So we got a little voice recorder somewhere, have we? Uh, you have it, don't you? Do I? Yeah, I think you took it for an interview. Uh, well, I have to buy a new one next year, you're saying. Highly forget now, though. So uh, check it out on coffeesofhawaii.com. Check, check, check it out. Okay, John, let's put some music on. We've got time to get something else done. Here we go. Here's some music. Actually, we're back because we didn't put the music on because we have to talk about music, John. That's right. Like what I did there? DJ BJ's DJ in the house. DJ BJ's in the house. <laughs> 
last week was uh, give us your, your favourite sounds. Well, let's, let's give a bit of, bit of background here, John. You know, John's got what's, what's the website? House of Travel Triathlon Festival, triathlonfestival.co.nz. Uh, honestly, pay up now because he's getting frustrated. No, the entries are starting to come in quite nicely for this time of the year. Nice, it's mm. all good. How much does it cost, John? Uh, for individual, it's $55. Team? Uh, team is... $80 I think oh, I love the way you do it because you know what I hate Yeah, I hate when they charge team and they charge like full price yeah. per individual no. I mean that's that's why I worked out I mean there is a little bit of an incremental cost because I'm putting things in, yep. in race bags um, but it's not significant and I've got to get an extra race number and a few little bits and yeah, pieces you so. know you, you, fair enough you know obviously for a team they've got to pay a little bit more Yeah, but when you go like the coast to coast double you're paying twice the entry fee yeah and you don't do half the race. Oh, I get angry at that, John. It's not, profiteering. I'm no highway robber. You're no highway robber, John. That's what you're not. So, And there's going to be a, a really wicked DJ and, and PA dude. You're going to have some assistance too. Oh, I don't want that. Yeah. I want all the attention. You're, not, you're, you're in charge of the sounds and, and the, the, the yep. hype and the atmosphere. And we'll have some other sort of spotters out there. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. I'm looking forward to it. We have a team. That's right. Oh, it's going to be sensational. So we need we need music ideas. And so we asked you guys, what music should we be playing? And Brian Tia started off with the obvious Highway to Hell by Eka Decker. Mm. I tell you one person who loves Highway to Hell. Yeah. Chris, no, I'm not a big Eka Decker fan, to be no, honest. No. But Chris McDonald. Yeah. He's a big Eka Decker fan. Yeah. Is he working for Iron Man? I thought I'd read that somewhere as well. Yeah, because well, when... Oh, maybe he was just doing like spotting on the course and kind of was that... Was no, because he was racing. I was too. And I said, um, I am in live, Traitor. dude, whatever. Traitor. It's <laughs> <laughs> gone to the dark side. Do, 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 do. Okay, James, the wise one? He, uh, we're just going to little whip up a few of these. Firestar from Prodigy, I'd agree with that. Yep. Um, you wouldn't have smacked my bitch up, would you? No. <laughs> Brand new start, Paul Weller, right here, right now. Yeah, that's one of my. Uh, that was my but he's song. He's got Jesus Jones, doesn't right Fat, here, Fat Boy right now. Fat Boy Slim does. And then like right it. here, right now. Yeah, Fat Boy Slim version is yep. much better. Uh, unbelievable by EMF. Don't know that. And you're unbelievable. Oh, yeah, no, that's a bit. You bug me with your questions. Right. <laughs> no? uh, oh, Kit Stardust. Well, that's a good one. Uh, did we come up with that? Sabotage by Beastie Boys. Do you know that one? No, you wouldn't. But no. it's a great song. I'll be playing that one. Uh, Teenage Kicks. Oh, I don't know the undertones. Hit me, baby, one more time by Britney. That was on your list, wasn't it, John? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bryce, he's got. Um, you know what you I've yet to hear, but would love to hear Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Yeah, kind of rappy stuff. Right. We do need a little bit of rap in this, and maybe a little Wu Tang Clan. Bit gangster rap, but that's right. Peter Tinholt's gone the extra mile. He's got his whole playlist on here. Give us a couple out of here, John. So he's got. Uh, I got a feeling by Black Eyed Peas. Uh, he's got uh, like Mr. That. Brightside by The Killers. That's one of my favourite running songs. I said songs. this to Bevan before. Uh, Men in Black, Will Smith. We're gonna. We're, we're both allowed a few veto cards. I'm okay, gonna, I'm gonna you veto, veto in that one. one. I'm not allowed to put that one You're in there. You're allowed to veto a few. But um, what else did he have? Beautiful Day by U2. Yes, it's fine. Um, Love Generation, John. <laughs> Mr. Brightside, The Killers. Not yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poker Face, Lady Gaga. Yep, liking that. Yep. Um, oh, Viva La Vida. That's I, th- I thought that was that flipping um, doing, Rick, Ricky doing, Martin or something like no, that. No, that's living a vida loca. I'm, I'm, I'm vetoing Ricky Martin as oh, well. Bugger, because he's going to be number one on my playlist. <laughs> okay, then we've got uh, Trina Roberts. She's got Sixes on Fire" by the Kings of Leon. I know that. Oh, we've had a spillage. Had a spillage. Oh no! Call the ambulance. The cup's gone flying. Oh, water's gone everywhere. Oh. Looks like I peed my pants. He has peed. This is cover. He's blown his cover. <laughs> oh, but the show will go on. The show will must go on, John. The show must go on. Water everywhere. Sex is on fire. You know what, my Joe? 
hates the Kings of Leon. Really? Yeah, I think. Right. And yeah, and whenever that song comes on, she goes, turn it off. Okay, then. Michael Shearer. Um, oh, well, it's cold water. <laughs> Got a bit of shrinkage happening. Re- ready to go, Republica. That's yeah, it. that's good. Make sure that's up there. Okay, where's Little? Oh, it got to be Bits Curb Pop. Bits Curb Pop. Do you know that one by the Ramones? No. Um, oh, Chili Peppers. Yep, Rich Chili Peppers. Knock me good. down, yep. What the hell was that? Was my shoes? Cause oh. I'm, my chest weaky now. Bloody earthquake! Richard Marlow, he's gone and done it again. Okay, Blink One Eight Two, all the small things. Eminem, no, this is this is a classic. This has got to be right up. But Eminem, lose yourself. Yeah, that is it. That, that yeah, that's classic. that's what we have on. Yeah. Kind of before the race start, eh? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Maybe I get a remix of Out the Words, yeah. and then just get that, that, that happening in the background. I'm liking your style. Oh, mate. What about the Iron Talk theme? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> do that. We could put some ads in there, you know? Hey, I've got an idea. Here we go. You know, when you do Iron Man, you come across the line, and Mike Riley goes, You're an Iron Man. Yeah, you're pretty good at doing that. Yeah. Now, what we could do, because my sponsor is House of Travel, and a lot of the time they just get called Hot, because like their website is yeah. hot.co.nz. When people come across the line, you can go, You're a hot triathlete. Okay, I'll do that, John. There you go. I'll do that. Yeah. But should I put hot www.co.nz? No. no, no you're a hot triathlete. Okay, you're a hot. You are a hot triathlete. You, you want me to do that? Yep. Okay, Richard done. Marlis, he, he put a, a whole host in there. Beastie Boys, Fight for Your Right. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, hey Boy, Hey Girl by the Kidman Brothers. Run DMC. Oh. It's like that, didn't they do Walk it's This like Way? It's like that, yeah. <laughs> this Way. Yeah. You can get that on there. No, well, they did. If the somebody's they walking did with... on the run, if somebody's walking on the run, they're walking <laughs> yeah. past, And you could be stuck. pointing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Walk This Way. Oh, I love your work. CNC Music Factory, going to make you sweet. I used to love those guys when I was a kid. Okay, Johanna, uh, Johanna Parsons, uh, all, all fired up. up, nice, all fired up. Uh, living on a prayer, I might almost veto that. Oh, John! Uh, I'm using all my veto cards. You only get, you get three. Okay, you've oh, done I won't two. Veto that. Okay. Oh, and then Ed, Ed Hawker came and was make my bitch up. Yeah. The problem is, I've done it. That's a great song. Yeah. And and the problem is that's where we're <laughs> just makes it not be able to be used. But yes. such a great song. Okay, then. So uh, so well. Thank you for all your comments. And if you if you if you're looking to do a race or you're looking for a playlist check, check out some of these ones here especially um, Big Daddy Deaths and uh, who was that Richard Marlowe Marlo. they've got some good songs on there for, to put on your playlist yep there we go okay uh, Oasis bring it down this week this week okay what do you got this week John are you going to veto that or not well, I thought this, people have been singing through some really good ones and you don't put them on oh uh, really yeah uh, have you been reading the emails yeah I have I just I just, I needed some help there this week so I haven't actually gone back to my file well you last two weeks we've had some really good ones okay I'll, I'll get onto them I'll, I have got them filed because this is weak and we, I think we've done it before yeah okay I can't oh, it's too late you can't throw it at me now <laughs> what else uh, the- wait a second okay you, you wait okay it's um, going to be a two parter Bevan's going to come I'm going to pause one. John no, I'm going to pause I'm going to pause wait pause <laughs> there's a reason why we're doing I'll this explain my rationale so we're, we're back to doing it so first of all what are the best triathlon books or DVDs you've read or seen yeah. Which which to me seems a little bit tedious. Yes. And but there is but we a reason want to share the love. <laughs> There's a reason behind this. John's figured out. John went on to try juice, good old the Nickinator. And I'm copying, I'm plagiarizing. He's, he's plagiarizing because on Try Juice they have a really good book page, don't they? And yep. so good old John thought, wait a second, we can do this ourselves. So this week, John went out and did his homework. Nice. And if you if you go onto www.iamtalk.me and you go to our store page, right down the bottom. But it's going to be at the top soon after we've had our, our, our meeting meeting after this. Oh, so, so wait a second. You have determined, you're basically going to tell me what's yeah. going to happen here. Yeah. We know, we're going to have a clothing page. So we're going to put all our clothing on one page. But John, what we could do is we could do what we've done there. 
So you could have a, a, a book page. Exactly, that's oh, what I mean. So okay. under our store, we're going to have a clothing page, which we have our bike jerseys, and then we're going to have our cafe press gear where you can get stuff with the, the yep. Iron Talk logo, and then we have a books and DVDs page. Someone sent me through a T-shirt from Kona, a gilded. I'll have to put that on the website. Okay. I've got quite a few jerseys and T-shirts to put on the website this right. week, which I've been planning to do this week. So for those people who have sent them through, I'm definitely doing them this week. So I'm, I'm going to put um, a bunch of books that I've read or no, recommend on there and Bevan's going to help well, out see, the thing is I'm not necessarily a big triathlon book reader but That's I read right. well, at least listen to a lot of books so yeah. um, I've got heaps of books that I could highly recommend and then we're going to have down the bottom we're going to have some John's picks and Bevan's picks that are not necessarily exactly so Bounce tell me about Bounce Bounce I'm, I'm reading at the moment it was sent to me by Des Adkinson um, oh, nice. it's Thanks, a lot Des. about Sports psychology and and what um, and talks a lot about talent and saying you've talked about like the ten thousand hour rule yeah. in terms of that. Um, I haven't quite finished it yet. Are you enjoying it? Bloody good book. It's oh, highly afterwards. highly recommend Did it. Did you send it to us or to you? We sent it to me, but I'm going to pass it on to somebody else who can then pass it. Oh, on to you. Well, I'm third in line. You're, you're third in line. Who's second? Um, I'm going to pass it on to Rob Holt. Oh, Rob. He was Rob's listener show. Just because he took you up in the ear, mate. And, and he gave a talk at the weekend. Oh. Um, at our triathlon camp, which was very, very good. What did he talk about? Mental conditioning and sort of uh, a lot about what this book Triathlon camp? You didn't tell me about that. Yeah. It was a one-day clinic that I arranged oh. for a club, and Rob gave a very good talk. Did he? Okay, thank you, Rob. So, so few, you're in the book. So you're up number there. two in line now, Rob. Um, I can mention quickly, so we've got the, the Hunter Allen's Training Power book. There's also that um, Bicycle Dreams Race Across America. Which I really liked. John didn't like so much, but That's I really okay. liked it. And then we've got Hell on Wheels, which is uh, about the... T-Mobile or Telecom team in the Tour de France. There's also up there Gordo's book, Going Long, and uh, a Swimming Workouts book that I've just um, had a look at. It's um, quite good as well if you're getting a bit comes stale. comes in a binder? Yeah, it comes in a binder, so you can just take it down to the poolside. But is it waterproof? Yeah, it's sort of got these waterproof sort of oh, pages. That's cool. So check that out, and we'll have lots more up there. But what we want from you in this week's discussion is books that we should put on there. Can we put who, who recommended them? So we'll have Bevan's picks, John picks, and your picks. Yeah, we can do. Yeah, yep. they, they need to be good ones. Not just any willy nilly ones. Well, and John, how can we judge that? Well, we'll have to read them. <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> you, um, can, you can read them all. But we're, we're looking for more tri- triathlon specific books, not how to make $5 million in one week. Oh, but wouldn't you love to know that? No. You wouldn't. I'm, I'm content. If someone could tell you how to make $5 million in a week, you wouldn't want that. No. I'm, I'm content with my life, Bevan. You are, you are John. Yeah. That's what I love about you. Okay. okay. Uh, have we got enough time to do Age Group of the Week? Uh. We'll chuck some music in. Okay, we'll chuck some music in. I need to go for a pee anyway, so we'll be back in a second. Clear that water space (laughs) down there. Okay. We're going to do Age Group of the Week, but but John's done something scheme. You're not scheming, clever. 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 And so we're actually going to put the interview on, and John, you want to tell us about him? So Sean Burke, and you'll hear obviously a lot more about him. He's, uh, as I said in the the intro, he's a guy that's uh, got kids. He's got uh, a full-time busy job. Um, A full-time busy job? (laughs) Not just a job. He's got a busy job. job. And also got a family. Didn't come from an amazing sporting background. And he's managed to do some pretty um, awesome things. Qualified for Kona several times. Where's he P- based? PB somewhere in the states. Okay, so if you if you he does a lot of speaking about time management, doesn't he? He does, and we'll put a link up there on a talk he gave to a triathlon club about time management and how he works through it. But we also talk through that in this interview. So here he comes, Sean Burke. Love your work. Here and he's listener of the show. Oh, hey, and he did Kona. He did Kona. Hey, Sean. Hey, hey, hey. Here we go, Sean. 
So on today's show, we've got uh, Sean Burke by popular request. We've had got, got some age groupers lined up over the next few weeks or next few months. We're going to do one per month. And then uh, we're talking about sort of tip, your typical age grouper who's working, got a family. Um, Sean works for a medical device company. He's got a wife with three kids manages to still get up and qualify for Kona and, nice. and, and train you know, 20 to 22 hours a week and has a PB 9.23, so top athlete, um, but has a busy lifestyle and he also does a little bit of coaching as well, which makes this uh, even better. So welcome along to the show, Sean. Thanks, guys. Oh, glad to be here. <laughs> hey, so Sean, tell us a bit about your, your background because that's what often people want to know. They go, oh, well, this guy's been a top swimmer or top cyclist and he's at the top of our age group, so that's the reason why. So maybe just fill us in a bit about yourself prior to triathlon. Yeah, no problem. I, um, I, I came to the sport um, basically pretty late in life, like a, like a lot of uh, a lot of triathletes. Um, had a little bit of a swimming background in high school. Did uh, you know the high school swim thing and got up to what would be considered, I guess, a, an average level. Um, you know, nothing nothing really great. But um, coming from a swimming background, triathlon's a, a lot easier. Um, you know, you don't have to train quite as uh, quite as much in the pool. So I uh, got out of uh, got out of high school, went to college, uh, basically drank and, and, and ate and did the college life. And uh, after college, went in the military, um, did the military thing for a little bit. And looking for a challenge after the military, um, wanted to get back into sports. And I'd always kind of dreamed of, uh, of doing a try um, because it was uh, just, you know, it's one of those things that I thought I'd, I'd end up being pretty good at. And, um, you know, basically board a friend's bike, you know, that's a, it's a same story I think everybody tells, you know, they board a friend's bike, it didn't fit, you know, got passed by everybody on the on, on the run and then, you know, embarrassed themselves, you know, completely on their first attempt out of it. And uh, from there, I just, you know, kind of started picking away at it. And, um, you know, I've been doing it now uh, pretty consistently for about 10 years. Nice. Um, you're asked because I wasn't watching. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what, you say you've been doing it for about 10 years now. Is your, your progress obviously to getting to Kona and stuff was it was it quite linear or like did you get a little bit better each year or did you have years where you had you know huge huge growth? Now, um, you know it, that's I guess I guess a lot of the stuff that I do it ends up being you know a pretty pretty typical story. Um, the the you know the growth over the first couple of years with a lot of athletes you know you, you get better um, you know the the more you race the more you train the, the better you get. But then you kind of plateau, and I had pretty much plateaued um, about, I guess, about five years into the sport. I was getting into, you know, on the cusp of, uh, you know, some of the local races, getting into, um, you know, some of the, the higher age group spots, but, you know, nothing really good. And uh, I tried, you know, I tried my, my hand at Ironman, and, um, you know, got smacked down pretty hard. Uh, you know, went back at it a few times with Kona as my goal, and I uh, just kept coming up short. And the only thing that I, I think that, you know, really changed, you know, from a linear progression to, uh, to a really um, vertical progression was, um, you know, getting hooked up with a, with a really good coach and, uh, you know, really changing what um, my, work, my workout schedule was like, changing how I approached the whole sport. Um, he basically took me from uh, an age group athlete, you know, who was, you know, doing probably 12 to 14 hours a week up to, um, you know, a, a real, real focused 
uh, dedicated athlete doing 20 to 22 hours. I'm working with Alan Cousins, who's uh, who's um, Gordo's partner with uh, with those guys over in Endurance Corner. But you know, he, Alan uh, changed my whole my whole outlook on, on what I was capable of doing, increased my volume, and the results just started immediately. I suppose, I suppose the question, we're always interested in the age group athlete and, you know, the balance of life around that. You know, you obviously got a family. How does the family find, um, you know, you being away from them so much through training? How do you organize your life around that to make sure that you are having time for the family? Uh, you know, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty good about, uh, you know, understanding, you know, my, my goals and all that. They're, they're pretty supportive. Um, both my older sons are athletes, so they, you know, they understand t- doing the work. But probably the one thing that I, I do the most, which is, um, you know, pretty consistent amongst the, you know, the age groupers with families, is I train first thing in the morning, and that, and that's, you know, that's it. Um, you know, trying to do stuff later in the day, trying to do stuff at night, it just doesn't work. Um, so, my, you know, my only day that I'm really gone from the family um, is Saturdays for long bikes. And uh, my goal is to get home by noon every every Saturday. Um, I try to I try to do that even with the transition run. Try to get home by noon, and um, you know that way I can take them to lunch. But you know that's the only day that I'm really missing from the family. Everything else is done before they wake up. Uh, even long runs are done before they wake up. So you know they they, they see me a little tired, but um, you know most of the time you know I, I'm there. So does that mean you're yeah. sort of doing what two two and a half hours most mornings? Is it weekdays? Um, yeah, two. Uh, Probably about two, two and a half hours um, in the morning is pretty is pretty standard. I do one uh, one long session in the midweek. Uh, I do a three hour trainer session every every Wednesday, and um, then I'll do a, a, a lot of lunchtime swims. Uh, you know, just to keep the swimming up. Yeah. But, but you know, I mean, the, I think probably the one thing you know that, that people that you know looking for you know find an extra time in your day is you just kind of start to figure out a way to love your trainer. Yeah. I mean, that's you know. I, I don't know how you guys do it, but I mean, for for us, you know, riding out on the road just isn't safe at five thirty in the morning. It's dark. You know, people are half asleep, text messaging, and you know, they get on your trainer, you put in a movie, it's focused work. It counts. You know, it counts for better effort than what you get on the road most of the time. I suppose the question I have around that is, you know, because I I had a trainer, I probably used it two times the whole, <laughs> you know, in my whole career. Um, Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I just yeah, well, when, where we live, it's it, you know, it's not a problem at all. You can train, and it's pretty safe and very accessible. But um, so there's it, it just no need. But I suppose the thing is, is I, when the two sessions I did do, I found it really hard to motivate myself to ride it at a quality standard. How do you get your head around that place so you are actually getting quality from your training sessions? Um, I, I think I, I got a little bit of an advantage in that, um, you know, coming from a swimming background, we're pretty used to, you know, monotonous black line, yeah. you know, find, you find some place in your head to go where, you know, it's, you know, the black line doesn't change for all the years of swimming. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I, I got a, I've got a good collection of movies, good collection of, uh, you know, Tour de France stuff. Um, UFC is real popular over here, nice. um, which is ultimate fighting. Yeah. A bunch of guys beat, beat each other, beat, beating each other up. That's, that's good for interval sessions. Yeah, yeah that's good. And uh, I, I train with a power, so that's you know that's a that's a pretty easy benchmark. You know, Alan gives me a number, and and you know just keep pressing until you hit that number, and uh, that that helps it to be a little bit more focused. And I mean, just, it's what you have to do, or you know, in order to to be done by you know eight or eight thirty, get to work. Yep. So, do you use a compu trainer, or have you just got a standard trainer? Uh, compu trainer, yeah. and. Um, 
yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a nice, it's a nice toy to have, especially Florida's flat, um, completely flat. Uh, so you know, if we're doing any place with hills, that's, uh, that makes it a lot easier. And I think that's a good message. I mean, Compu trainers, you're sure they're expensive to buy, but you've got to factor that into how much people spend on yeah. going to races and stuff. And so, sure, it might be a big investment, but man, you, if you, you've got to be able to make those things interesting. And a Compu trainer is one way to go. To yeah, and, and it does just help with that whole set the target thing, doesn't it? Definitely. Yeah. So, how, how does your wife feel about you getting up at five a.m. every every morning? She's uh, doesn't doesn't bother her too much. Hey, um, you, you seem to have time management seems to be one of your specialties. For, you know, from a coaching perspective, you are a bit of a coach as well. What do you see the areas most athletes are failing in with their time management? Um, that's that. I think that that starts. Um, there, there, I think it's really three areas that that you know for for me that I try to, to focus on. And the, the first one is to, to take control of my day. Um, and I do that by getting up early. Um, you know, what I mean by early sometimes is, is really ridiculously early, but that's the only time I really have control over what, um, what's going to happen is the time I get up. Everything else after that is just a variable. I mean, uh, you know, planes can get delayed and work can send you to some other location or the kids will have some type of emergency at school. And that all impacts your ability to train. So if you get up early and you, and you train first thing in the morning and that's, you know, that's that part of your work day, if you look at it as work, is done, um, that keeps you pretty focused. I think this, the second thing that probably most, um, most athletes, at least the ones that, that I work with and, and you know, the, the people that I know um, that, that have trouble with, you know, scheduling and all that, is, you know, they'll come up with a plan that says, you know, I, are you going to train today? And it's, yeah, yeah, I'm going to train. What, what are you going to do? I don't know. You know, what you going to swim? I don't know. You know. How far are you going to go? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'll figure it out when I get there. And that, that type of um, disorganization, you know, is, uh, is, is it kind of, it's fun, but at the same time, um, it, it doesn't really let you to do, you know, little blocks of time where you can actually manage it. So um, every week, I send out to a bunch of my training partners, guys that I, that I like to work out with, um, a schedule. It says, this is where I'm going to be, this is what I'm doing, this is how hard I'm going, and this is what time you know, we're going to start. And those guys, um, you know, those guys show up. And if they show up and I'm not there, you know, I look like an ass. So <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, I, it keeps me honest to, to be there at the times, and it, it's exactly in line with what Alan's given me for the week. So I'm not doing any more, I'm not doing any less, and you know, they know what to expect. So that's, you know, that's probably the, the second thing. And then the, the the third thing, I guess, from you know, you know, from, I guess from a time management standpoint, would be to to really find some efficiencies. You know, with uh, you know, if I don't know how it is for you guys, but for here, pools are hard to get to. Um, you know, they're you know they're, they're they're probably the hardest thing in order for scheduling and all that. So you know, you got to block a time out. But trainers and treadmills, those are easy. I mean, you know, you can get to a treadmill pretty much any hotel in America. Um, so you know, it, it just you know, find a place that's efficient. You know, you don't have to worry about it's cold or it's wet or it's raining or snowing or whatever. You just, you know, get on the treadmill, you do your workout. You get on the trainer, you do your workout. It's just, you know, that, that, those efficiencies give you more time versus, you know, having to dress out for a bike or dress out for a run. Yeah. That's about it. What, what about your military background? I mean, um, uh, <laughs> what sort of advantages has that given you? Is it more just being organized or any, anything that you can think back um, that, that, that helps your triathlon career? 
Yeah, I was a, uh, in, a, in a whole other life ago, I was an Army helicopter pilot. So, uh, no, it was, you know, that was, I guess, 20, 20 plus years ago. I think kids with, um, with Nintendos are probably better pilots than me now. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that's the, you know, it's, um, that's, the thing that the military probably um, you know crosses you know crosses over the most to the triathlon is just uh, is just you know a little bit of the, the discipline side. I mean you know you, in the military you don't get an option whether or not you're going to sleep in. They tell you to get up, you're up. You know I mean it's not it's, you know it's not like I don't feel like it. So I think yeah. a lot of that tra- kind of training you know crosses over. If it says five thirty is the time you know to get up, then five thirty it is. Yeah. And I, I pretty much get I pretty much get up at five every day if I. If I um, if I have to get up earlier, I do, but four something just kind of makes me grumpy all day. But five is, you know, five's all right. Yeah. So, how much sleep are you getting? What time are you going to bed? Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's not optimal. Uh, most of the time, it's uh, ten thirty or eleven. Ooh. And um, but yeah, I know. I know. Alan kind of gets on to me about that as well. It's uh, but um, you know what? I, I didn't. I was able to negotiate. Um, I work for a medical device company, and then, uh, we just moved into a new building. I was able to negotiate a couch for my office. So uh, <laughs> nice. I eat lunch. I, no, no kidding, man. I, uh, I I eat lunch at my desk, um, and uh, and then I close the door and take about a thirty minute power nap, and then uh, I'm all good. But, yeah. It's interesting. I, I, I I'm not a big sleeper as well. I, I tend to get away with six hours a night if I need to, and I can do that for long periods of time. But like you, I, I, I've often talked about on meditation, uh, that I meditate every day for like 20 minutes. And uh, I know that has a big effect on my energy levels. What, what are you noticing about adding that, you know, power nap to your life? Yeah, it's, um, you know, you meditate. Uh, that's, that's really, it's really funny you said that because there's a, there's a series like, uh, I don't even know who makes them, but there's like these 45 minute hypnosis meditation tapes. Yeah. And, uh, that's what I used to put myself to sleep on. <laughs> and it, it literally it's 45 minutes and, uh, you know, it, it, it puts you completely down to a really, really, uh, a really, really, uh, you know, deep sleep. Yeah. And then it, it brings you out in 45 minutes. So, uh, nice. I, when you get up from that, um, you know, it's, it's almost like a full night's sleep. I think I really think you do. You get two full cycles just from that forty-five minute nap. Yeah. Mm. When you think back to say just before your triathlon career or early in your career when you weren't doing so many training hours, I mean, personally, what sort of sacrifices have you had to make? I mean, do you still got a good social life, or is it um, has it changed much? Have you had to sacrifice much to be where you are now? Yeah, um, no, that's that's a really good question. Yeah, no, I, I did. I used to, um, I used to kite surf a lot. I don't know if you guys know what that yeah, is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's big here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you know, that's a that's kind of a time demanding sport. You're always waiting for wind, and um, it's, I'm embarrassed to say how long it's been since I've been in the water. Um, I used to do it really frequently, and uh, now you know, now it's you know, I don't surf as much as I'd like to. Um, you know, I don't kite surf as much as I, at all, and it's hardly anymore. Um, but you know, th- th- I think the trade-off is, um, you know, my priorities are, are, you know, my family, my work and, and, you know, my training yeah. and, you know, the family's, the family's first, um, work pays the bills. I don't make any money doing tries. So I got to mm-hmm. focus on those guys. Yeah. And then, um, you know, training is, it is a, it is a third job. Um, but you know, it's, it, it seems to work out and there's not a lot of extra room for anything else. That's, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. When you, when you, you say you're doing 20 to 22 hours training a week, um, if you were in a situation where you st- still could only do that sort of round about 15 hours that maybe you previously did, do you still think you could be where you are now or do you really think it's it's critical that you've you've got up to that sort of 20-hour mark? Um, for, for, for the way it 
for where I'm competing right now, um, I think volume. I'm 45, so um, you know, for 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 my age, I think volume's a necessity. Um, I don't have the uh, resiliency of the of the younger guys. Um, I think I need to. I think I need to spend a lot of time on the bike, uh, a lot of time running. So no, I don't think I could compete at at the same level at 15 hours at the full distance. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's half or an Olympic, yeah, sure, maybe. But, um, you know, I don't have the speed for that anymore either. I mean, we get, we get older, we get, we get a little slower. We start looking for events that are harder versus yeah. faster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys aren't old yet. Uh, <laughs> you guys uh, are young. But, but we see it in the future. <laughs> Athletically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Athletic age is quite old for yeah. me. <laughs> and, and how are things yeah. looking for Kona this year? Um, no, Kona's gonna, Kona should be uh, really, uh, I hope it's going to be really fun. Um, I, I've always looked at Kona the same way. This is my third trip, and um, I've never uh, tried to compete there, and, I, and I, I respect the course way too much to try to compete there. Um, I use, I've looked at it as a victory lap. Um, it's, it's a place to go have fun. You know, if I have a, a really, really good day, maybe I beat my time from last year, but uh, that course is just way too hard for me, and the people that are there are so much higher quality. Uh, so I've got no aspirations of doing anything, you know, great. Just enjoy the island and, and enjoy the course and, uh, you know, check out all the pros as are racing. You get, a good, you get a good view when you're in the back, you know. You get to watch all the guys up front doing all the, uh, doing all the hard stuff. So, I like the analogy, I, I, um, the victory lap. I think that's quite a cool way of putting it. Like I know for me, going to Kona, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was really just about having the experience. And I like that analogy of the victory lap. It's pretty cool. So... Do you, do you think, it takes a lot of the pressure off of it too. Yeah, I mean, totally. you know, everybody, everybody's so stressed out over there, and and I'm, I'm, I'm not because I, if it hurts, I'll go a little slower. That's just, <laughs> that's just the way it's gonna work. So. Yeah. So how you? I mean, um, you've you've got a PR of nine twenty three. Um, do you think you've got more in you than that? No, no, that's a <laughs> that, that's a magic in the bottle day, and uh, I mean, I think you guys, you know, the course, um, you know, the course is well enough. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's a, that's got an asterisk next to it. That's Florida. And um, it's flat. It's fast. It's you know. It's basically a, a, a you know a fast swim because it's wetsuit legal. Yeah. It's a, a two two thousand person group ride. If you're you know, and I was just, I, I was uh, you know I was lucky enough to be in the uh, the first chase pack, which the motorcycle sat on us. So we weren't you know we weren't scary. But uh, behind us, you know, there's packs of you know 100 people behind us. Yeah. You know, 20, 20 minutes back on the road, and then uh, the run is flat and fast. So. You know, it was a cool day, and I was really, I was really uh, in good shape going into it. And there's no faster than that for me. I'm, that's, I, that'll be my lifetime PR. I'm, I'm 99.9 percent sure of it. Yeah. So, so Unless what, they create something that's downstream, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so what motivates you now? You know, if you if you think you've you know you've done the fastest time that you can do, um, and obviously as you get older, you know, like it or not, you know, it's going to get harder and harder to get faster. So, what what's motivating you to to continue? get out there and that's I think that's an issue you know facing a lot of age groupers is once you you know once you've you've reached that plateau and you've gone up and you are getting older you're just gonna you're going to get slower how are you finding that I mean um it sounds like you're still at a very high level but that's going to happen one day one day or not soon yeah no it will um that's you know that that's inevitable um I'm 45 so I'm at the bottom of the age group right now um from the 45 to 49 age group um, you know, I raced Louisville just a few weeks ago, and and I think what um, what what I what I kind of took away from Louisville was uh, the potential to to try to compete a little bit more 
uh, in the overall, you know, um, to look at how you do compared to the rest of the field and how you do, you know, in your age group. And, you know, maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's not the fastest time on the clock anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, went, I think I went 10, like 10.04, yep. but I know that was, it was pretty good on the overall, you know, I was in the, mm-hmm. that was the highest I've ever finished in the overall. So I was just happy with that. Yep. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so just kind of, you know, competing within the age group, competing in the overall and, you know, just kind of keep plugging away with harder and harder courses versus faster courses. Nice. So what's the plan going forward? Um, from here forward, uh, continue to work with Alan. I mean, the guy's, I, I call him the mad scientist of fitness. He's, he's <laughs> great. Um, and then, uh, you know, next year is uh, uh, Ironman uh, Houston. Um, they got a new Ironman here in the States, and we're going to uh, check that out, I guess, and try to see that race where the train was that we're going to go do that. And then hopefully, uh, if that goes well, um, you know, pick a slot for, for Kona out of there. And then I uh, take a, a well-needed break over the summer, and then gear back up to uh, be able to to enjoy Kona without the suffering too bad. Nice. Uh, that's, Do that's we know about Ironman Houston? Is that that's Texas? Oh, is that Texas? Yeah, yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. We call it Houston. Yeah. Um, hey, you do a bit of coaching. So, what, what's your website? What are you on plug? Um, no, nah, nothing for the, from the coaching side. Uh, you know, I got I, I help out a lot of the uh, the fast guys here in Jacksonville. Um, got some some good friends who are kind of qualifiers and training partners, which you know go on to Clearwater and all that this year. Um, nothing really to plug. Uh, you guys asked a question though last week: is um, you know what's the what's the product you would uh, endorse that you, doesn't have anything to do with you? Yeah. And um, there's a there's a cool product um, that's uh, a set of ice shorts. I, one of you guys was talking about like an ice bath, and I had to suffer through that. I was just in Canada and I didn't have my ice shorts with me. Really? But uh, it's uh, ice shorts with compression. Uh, they're they're pretty good. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's it's a cool company. Um, it, it's it's here in town. I'm, you know, they're uh, they're they've got some local people here in town that are that are running it. It's called 110 percent Play Harder, and they're going to be over and um, they're 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 kind of focused on uh, triathlon and NFL, which is a kind of a weird mix. But uh, they're they're a good. It's a good product. It helps you with the your day after kind of stuff. So should we just Google it or flick, flick us flick us an email link and we'll put that up on the site as well and, yeah, and get okay. in contact with them. So no, I like, yep. I like the sound of that because um, Bevan and I both certainly agree with the the icing yeah. technique and I'm all over compression. So if you combine the two, it can't be a bad thing. It's a win-win. It's a win-win situation. So yeah, exactly. Nah. That'd be great. You can wear, you can film film on under your surf shorts and not look like a total uh, a, <laughs> a total geek walking around either. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, um, this 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 will be going um, live after Kona, so we hope um, we'll be able to give a little um, extra plug yeah. on the end here and um, let people know how you've got on. But have a great day over there and um, enjoy it. Thanks for your time, mate. Thank you. You can look for me moving rapidly back to the field from the swim, so I'll be doing exactly what I should be. And uh, you guys, you guys make really, uh, you guys make uh, those long training sessions really enjoyable. These podcasts are awesome. So oh, thanks, I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah. Cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep. Age group of the week. Okay, let me have a look at this. Where is it, John? Well, uh, wonder who sent this one in, John? Sean Burke. Oh, I think I know him from somewhere. How would I know him? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Back Did up. you meet him in Kona? No. no. He's been on the show. Okay, well, Sean, actually, uh, great man there. Says, love the podcast and interviews. I'm loving the interviews we do as well. Oh, especially this week's one. And uh, make the longer sessions more enjoyable. Uh, I think you guys would really like the story. My training partner, Kerry Molam. And I trained all summer for Ironman Louisville a few uh, weeks ago. 
Um, I joked that if Kerry didn't beat me by at least 10 minutes, he did not have a good day as he was really fit. We started the day together at the swim and then we met up around the 40 minute mile of the bike, or 40 mile mark of the bike. He was in good shape when I heard him say, oh shit. He, he didn't write shit, but I kind of just remember between it. He flatted. The first flat turned out to be three and an hour and 30 it turned minutes. turned into three flats. Oh, and an hour and a half. Wait for a technical support. Kerry in typical fashion just dealt, fashion dealt with it like he always does, make the best of everything. And he's give us a link to his race report. After he was out of contention for a Kona spot, he became a rolling aid station for people in need. He rode alongside and stopped to give people with salt tablets, change flats, and then running with people who needed help during the marathon. Kira linked up with a 40 to 40 year old age grouper, Jimmy Young, that was fading bad in the second loop of the run. This was Jimmy's seventh attempt at Kona and had missed out by only two minutes a year prior. Kerry chatted with him all the way through to third place in his age group, a Kona spot and 35th overall. I ended up linking up from a 20 mile mark on the run and he did the same for me, laughing, yapping and yelling at me if I faded all the way to the finish um, again back into the second loop. While his day and all the work he'd done didn't pay out for him in his race, he helped so many people and I'm sure he would have had a good karma for here forward. Kerry is a great training partner, amazing athlete, and re- represents what is good about this sport. You guys should make him age group of the week, which we, well, we have. Look at that. So Kerry, what a, what a nice man. What a nice man. Help help people out along the day. You know, he could have packed a sad. Because well, a lot of people to... would A, probably just pull out. Yeah. You know, probably. an hour and a half. And if you're going for Kona, you know, you're an, you're a top athlete. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you've put time and energy into this race, and so you may think, well, I'll pull out and look to another race. Or just pack a sad and just, um, you know, hobble around the course and just sort of... Put your sad off. face on. Put your sad face on. Oh, I feel sorry for Show yourself. me your sad face, John. <laughs> I wish we had a camera. You've got to do another. We've got to do some more of these, these video clips. Oh, so people love ones. them. Yeah, that's right. So I think it's a fine, outstanding effort by Kerry and uh, it helped help some people out. It'd be nice too, you know, if you like, like uh, who was it? Um, Jimmy. You know, when you're kind of dying, you're mentally struggling, if someone actually just put a next to you and said, come on, mate, we can do it. Oh, yeah, that'd be a big push. Because it is, one thing I actually recommend, if you're kind of in the race and you're coming along and you're actually running with someone of similar pace, actually work with them, mm. you know, because I know one of my Ironmen, my first Ironmen, there's a guy, we were both, like, 20 k's to go, I was in trouble, mm. and I pretty much stumbled home from there. And I remember there was a guy with me, and, and he was just dying as well, and he's coming, yeah. mate, we can do this together. And, and there'd be times where I was feeling good, and there's times where he was feeling good. And you know what? In the end, he, he broke away from me. I couldn't stay with him. But he probably helped me for a good five, six k's yeah. go at a pace that I wasn't able to go at. And sometimes you just need that encouragement, hey? Totally. Yeah, so, so if you're in a race and you're, you're just struggling along, just go, hey, mate, we could do this. You do this. Hold hands. Hold hands. Give him a cuddle. Bit of love. Here we go. <laughs> so, Kerry, what's Kerry's surname again? Uh, let me pull that up there, John. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, Molam. Kerry Molam, you are our age group of the week. week. And that was sent through by Sean Burke. You may have heard of him. <laughs> um, sponsor. Athlinks.com. I'll pull up, John, you start talking. Um, I can't remember what I know. You're going to talk about I like. I like. I think I've talked about that before, but I was going to talk about it again. You're getting up. We've got a good number on there, but you just need to go on to Athlinks. Got a little face button, Facebook button down the um, the bottom, on the bottom left, and just give them the little I like, and that will help them spread the word on Facebook and let everybody know about. Do you know why I like is important? Why? Um, because then it goes on your feed. Yeah, exactly. So let's say your triathlon festival. What's, what's the name of it, John? Triathlonfestival.co.nz. <laughs> um, but it's also got an Athlinks page. If you search for the House of Travel Triathlon 
festival, just put House of Travel and it should come up and get on it and give it the eye light because it's exactly what Bevan's about to say. And so like, let's say you put your like Athlink, so then on your feed page, on the homepage where all your friends can see what you're up to, they can see that you like Athlinks and so they'll go, oh, I wonder what that is and they can check it out. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's really great about it is, um, for example, I was on, I wanted to use, for my other podcast, I use a PDF system to sell the show. And I was on a website that distributes the PDF for you for a fee. Mm-hmm. So you, you sell the PDF, they take a, a percentage and so on. Now, it was really hard to determine which ones were really good. Mm-hmm. And then I went on this one, I can't remember the name of it right now, but David Glover, the guy, oh, yeah, yeah, David yeah. Glover, had liked it on Facebook. Yeah. And so I thought, well, if David likes it, it must be half day soon because for a product you pay for, mm. you know what I mean? And so if your friend comes onto Athlinks, and it recognises that they're a friend of yours on Facebook and said, hey, well, they liked it. Yep. It's going to give athletes a lot more credibility. So there's, that's one of the reasons why you'd put the I like into exactly. it. So, so get on that. Also, if you want to get a free sample of Amino Vital Endurance, um, just along the top of the Athlinks page, there's a little link on there. I think it's from American listeners only. And, uh, yeah, just get on to athletes.com, keep your profile updated. And if you want to check out John's race, what's the website again, John? Just go on, my, just go on to <laughs> Facebook and give me the I like, as Bevan said. Okay, athletes.com. So social networking for endurance. Athletes, get on there. Like it, because you know you will. Uh, what are we doing here, John? We're going... So a bit of music, website of the week. Website of the week. Okay, let's do some music. Makes the people come together. Dun, 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 dun. That's enough. Settle. You're not DJ BJ yet. Getting excited, John. Getting excited. Here we go. Website of the week. Good old Richard Kingsford. Came on I Camp Kiakaha. I did too. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's just got a nickname or not. But anyway, there's two themes through this show. One is the Sean Burke Super Special because he's uh, interviewee and also nominated Age Group of the Week. Yep. There's also the Kona theme. And I wanted to try to keep the Kona theme sort of rolling through. Richard sent through a link that we'll have on our site that goes to Triathlete Europe um, magazine. Really it good, wasn't it? It's basically it is really good. It um, basically films the top ten, top ten or top fifteen um, cyclists as they're going through the hundred and eight mile mark in Kona, um, and it goes in slow mo, so you can sort of see the different techniques and the different positions they've all got as they go through. The first couple kind of get a little bit balls up because they're filming them. It's a side on view, and then the motorcycles like bang in front of the cyclist with yeah. the sort of side on. But apart from the first couple. Then it starts to look really good. So it's just I just thought it was a nice little. Um, and it's just image. a good way to look at different setups mm. and, and what you know what's happening on their riding and stuff like that. Eh? If you guys that get all excited about bike porn and just different fancy best bikes you can get, these guys have got them. Um, so you can check that out as well and see what the top boys and girls are riding. It's um, yeah, that's about all we can say about it. Keeping our, keeping our kind of thing going. Got a few videos actually. I've added a few bits of notes at the end. But oh, okay. Yeah, because did you watch it? Let's talk about this one now. I didn't watch that, but you can tell us about it. Oh, the Chicago Marathon finish. So Ian the Skivvy Burglar TV sent it through. Yeah. And um, did you not watch it? No, I couldn't because it, it was. Uh, I don't know why I didn't. But I just you didn't. just determined not to, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> He's making up excuses. Yeah. Not I there. looked at the results because um, I knew that. Because it was the World Champs this oh. year. Is it really? Yeah, no, it was the official world champs. Yeah. Anyway, um, no, 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 no. Like, obviously, Boston's the unofficial world champs every year. Yeah, yeah. But this was the one where. Do you know that uh, there's somebody ran there, got fifth in their age group, and they're the fifth best marathoner in the world? 
<laughs> oh, wait a second. He's <laughs> also the fifth best Ironman athlete in the world. Oh, man. Yeah. I wish I was that cool. Yeah, Albanator. Yeah, um, but anyway, what I was saying is um, Fiona Doherty, who's a triathlete turned runner, finished 11th, I think, in the females, around 2.32. In Chicago? Chicago. 2.32? It's pretty solid. Why didn't she go to Commonwealth? Oh, then. She didn't her. qualify. Oh, uh, really? She ran... The, London and didn't run quite as well. I think she ran like maybe two thirty seven, two thirty nine. I think the standard was either two thirty seven flat or two thirty five. So yeah. I'd imagine she's not going really too far off the Olympic qualifying. So that's Bevan Doherty's sister. Well, well, in theory, if this, like, 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 you know, I'm kind of talking out my butt a little bit here, but I'm pretty sure it was the world champs. So in theory, she got eleventh in the worlds. It's, it's, I would imagine it's a bit like the 70.3 world champs. Yep. Get a, a, a good field there, Yep. but it's but not really the world champs. I mean, so what, in, in, in marathon you only really say the Olympics in Boston? Or is it only uh, the Olympics? The, 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 the same, they spread themselves out over those big big ones, you know. London, Boston. Oh, I hate when Scott does that. Anyway, tell, tell your story, sorry, about the, there was a sprint finish or something, was there? Oh, John, it was bloody exciting. Yeah? Yeah, it was Kona-like, you'd almost yeah. say. Yeah, because the guys... The, the, what was cool was that they both, both were just trying to crack each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't go, go down to the sprint to the finish line. One guy pulled away with perhaps maybe three or four hundred metres to go, but definitely worth a watch. I was I was very, very... I think Ian just gave you a big lift for sending it through. That's right. Yeah. So there we go. Oh, do, well, wait, do I, should I talk more? Should I do the bits I've added? And then we'll do last one? Yep. Okay. So uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yep. Went along and did Boston... Uh, I am... No, they did challenged Bar- Barcelona. Barcelona. Yep. And, uh, oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Wait a second, let me do it in a second. Let's write it down. I'm going to go, oh, after this I'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, Challenge Barcelona, and Beth did her first. Yes, or Juliet, she did well. Her first ever Iron Distance race. That's very good. And there's a picture, there'll be a picture up on the website. Look at this. They had oh. a picture with, um, yeah. with somebody. Oh, they've just got a picture of themselves now. Oh, this is the winner. Yeah, Jimmy Jensen or Johnson. Or and whatever. Romeo was just, you had to be old school, and Beth's got the new school on. Bike juices we're talking yeah, about here. Yeah, yeah. So, we go. well done, Beth. Nice. Congratulations, you know, because they're a big part of this community, they are. Yeah. First married couple. The first love of this, you know, of this show. So, uh, what else happened? Kendall Gray was just, he was just interested, John, because, okay, I noticed this and thought it was really funny. As much as Coach John Houston without an E, belly aches about spelling of his name being wrong, he spelled Kendall's name wrong. Where did I do that? Gray, Ken, Kendall Gray. You put one L instead of two. Yeah, but in what? In an email response you did to him. Sorry, Kendall. Get over it. Oh, really? Really? Is that how we're playing this game, is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, really? I remember that. John Usami. Yeah. I'm going to start calling you John Usami. Uh, and then, oh, Richard already said, oh, I see you put that in there. Okay, sponsor. Oh, no. Oh, oh sponsor. Okay, go sponsor. What, Ken? Oh, no, 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 no. no. There's my scribble there. Oh, is that did scribble? you watch the netball? Uh, no. Oh, really? No. Oh. Netball. But it's the only game that counts. The only games that count are the Commonwealth Games, uh, rugby and netball. The sevens and the netball, really, yeah. Eh? We don't care about anything else. Maybe, maybe shot put. And doubles squash. <laughs> Bit of shooting as well. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of shooting. That's about the only <laughs> sports that count in the Commonwealth Other than Games. That, pff, whatever sports are there. <laughs> Who'd want to be Australian? Yeah, <laughs> way too many goals. Get rid of the, what we need to do at the Commonwealth Games is get rid of the all the swimming. <laughs> it just needs to be track cycling, squash, netball, and rugby. But they, they, they killed this track cycling, didn't they, the Aussies? Yeah, we still got a few medals here, though. Yeah, but not golds. Yeah, yeah. Australia just ripped everyone's undies off, didn't they? India did pretty well, though. Yeah, what was all that about? They did very well. Yeah. 
<laughs> Got to get rid of all team sports Commonwealth Games. It's the only way forward. You know, I think Christchurch really? was the last time they... Uh, I mean, they had the games in Christchurch. There was no team sports. Why? Because that's, that was just... What, that why do you think that's the way forward? Because it's it's a ridiculous... Nowhere else can... Nobody can host the Commonwealth Games. It's too expensive. Oh. You know, nobody, nowhere in New Zealand will ever be able to host the Commonwealth Games. Just get rid of all team sports. I'm, not, then, I'm not saying that they're not... There's no good value thing, on them. No value to them, but... It just makes it too bloody expensive. Because you've got to build it. Why do you have to build new stuff? Mm. Why can't you just use the old hockey fields out in Hornby there? Yeah. They're pretty hot. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. And that way, Australia wouldn't win so many we're, goals. We're losing it today. We are losing extreme it. Extreme Endurance. Okay, here we go. Now, if you go onto Extreme Endurance, they also have a Facebook page. You want to like that one too, John? Um, but the main reason... I, I don't think we're losing I think this is a quality show. Yeah, they had some awesome performances at uh, Kona. So the Extreme Endurance athletes, um, Helene... Bidavart finished in ninth. Timo Bragt finished in sixth. Yvonne Van Vlerken in seventh place. Oh, um, and Heidi, Gr- Heidi Giesberger also qualified for Kona as well. So very um, well done to all the extreme endurance athletes. And a bit like Bevan said, if you can get, get on their um, website, they've got a little uh, Facebook thingy down the, the left-hand side, and you can give them the I like as well. And they, they are good at keeping their Facebook page up to date with any developments or any um, advice. Some um, Back it up, John. Yep. They made a video of it, your interview with him. Oh. Look at this. Extreme Endurance. Check out the video of Sandy Kellen, uh, Extreme Endurance developer, interviews with I Am Talk. He describes our great products online available. And that's the thing. If you've got a Facebook page, you've got to keep it updated. Yeah. And that's what these guys are doing. If there's any news that's coming out or if they've done any you know, trials or anything like that or athletes have got anything to say about it, they keep it updated on their Facebook page, which is awesome. And back it up, team. Like, I love Extreme Endurance and I love Athlings and I love Coffees of Hawaii, but I'm a little bit disappointed they had more friends than us. Yes. So, team, while it's good to see you going on there and liking these guys, we need a bit of like from you guys because we've got a lot more listeners than what we do have Facebook friends. A lot more. A lot more. <laughs> So sharpen up. Yes. Yeah, well, we, we haven't even cracked the thousand. No, yet, have we? I think we're only like six hundred. Put, put, put up ours. Okay, here so we go. So if you want to get your extreme endurance, seven twenty three at the moment. Make sure you use uh, the code imtalk.me and uh, no, yep. imtalk, and you get a little discount on there. And uh, just get out there. I'm, I'm on it myself, and it seems to be doing uh, good things for me. Um, but I'm not on it right now because I'm a little bit injured. Yeah, but no, it's uh, I've got. Yeah, you know, these, these things are really hard to. So, yes, it's 100% working, but I seem to be running well, and I don't have any adverse side effects, so it's... Um, what about when you pick up the intensity? Are you noticing a different level? Well, at the moment, it seems to be going very well. So, yep. I mean, that's a combination of training, but it, 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 yeah, it certainly could have some... John, uh, was it next week? It's a week and a half to go. Taper. Well, I had a bit of a... Or to, okay, okay. extremeendurance.com. Extremeendurance.com. Uh, sponsors. Oh, but wait a second. You also want to do an aff- affiliate. Uh, do it next time. Gliding on team, if you want to improve your swimming, okay. if you want to improve your swimming, like we've talked about striding on, but if you want to improve your swimming, gliding on, it's basically, it's a program to improve your technique, isn't it? That's right. That you work towards. I know Murray Lapworth was doing it. And it's, this time of the year, it is... Uh, perfect time to be doing it. If, if, you're, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it's perfect time to be doing it. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you've just got enough time to sort of do um, a bit more of a technique block. It's like a four-week plan, start. isn't it? Yeah. yeah and it gives so, you drills that you'd work towards. and. But you've got to be prepared. Sometimes you've got to take a couple of steps back to get a couple of steps forward. John, it I like is your about, um, you know, you're going to have to make some changes to your stroke, and that may initially mean getting a little bit slower. Um, you just got to persevere with it, and it will come through for you. When you're doing things like that, though, it is really important that 
you maybe almost do it with a couple of people. Um, so you can get some feedback so and stuff. Because often when you do drills, you might just be doing completely wrong. Um, so buy a copy and yeah. take a, hook up with a mate for sessions every week and you'll be... Go Harvey's. But the thing is, is with swimming technique, it's so, with swimming, it's so much about technique. And, if, if, and most people just keep trying to go faster by just doing the yards. Exactly. But you actually, as John said, take two steps back to look at your technique again. You get more gains from that than just doing hundred, you know, hundreds and hundreds of links. So, so go to imtalk.me. Um, we've got some affiliate buttons on there, and click on that, and you can get your copy of Gliding On. Okay, sponsors. Athlinks.com. Um, like it. Coffeesofwire.com. I like that too. Extreme Endurance. I like that one too, John. Like them all. Like them all. Okay, John. And tell while me. you're at it, like uh, my House of Travel Triathlon Festival page. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John. Tell yes. me about it. A week and a half from now, you're going to be pulling off a, a 220, I reckon. No. That's my prediction. I just think, I just got that feeling. <laughs> you got that I feeling. got a feeling. It's a New Zealand champ, so I'll be the fastest marathon runner in New Zealand if I do that. Wow, well, I don't know. No, not 220, no. Yeah, it'll be, 220 will be very close. Uh, uh, Auckland's look, slow, is it? Uh, it's a, no, no. Like, I looked at the <laughs> last couple of years, and I'm pretty sure the winner went like low, low to mid 220s. Low to mid 220s. So that would a 220 flat, you'd be you'd be right at the point. You'd be smoking, wouldn't you? Okay, we're, 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 so what are you hoping to do? Anything under 240, 239.59 will be acceptable. <laughs> and so where would that get you? Well, it's be a bit different because of New Zealand champs, but it'd be reasonably high. I mean, the, the times didn't seem any quicker than Christchurch, so you know, it depends on who rocks up. I'd say it'd be top 20, probably. Keep, cool. Keeping you up. But we'll see. You could say you're a top 20th runner in the world. In New I mean, New Zealand at least. Yes. Um, can't, I mean, I, I ran a 5K last week, did a 5K race. Oh, that's right. How did it go? You wanted to run 6.15, didn't you? Yep, ran 16.11, so it was okay. I was sort of... Uh, a little fast. Yeah, I was... Uh, Extreme endurance. Got, it was. Got third place. Did you? Was it nobody, nobody turned up. Hey, so I was like, hey, John, you're <laughs> stuffing up here. You don't tell people that. So that it's was... like bodybuilding. Have you ever been to a bodybuilding competition? No. Don't go, they're boring. But yep. the thing is... Most categories win just because they're the only person to turn yeah, out. Right. But yeah. you don't tell your friends that. Yeah, yeah. You go, how'd you go? Oh, I won. Really? Yeah, yeah. You know, I tried hard. You know? So that was okay. I was pretty pleased. Well, I was reasonably pleased with that. It didn't feel great. So to run that time was, was good. And just had a bit of a balls up over the weekend. Just oh, got a happened? little bit sick. So everything's had to be rescheduled this week. And I was supposed to do a 5K tomorrow. But now I'm going to have to do a marathon pace run. So I'm a bit disappointed about that. But on the whole, can't complain. Looking reasonably good. Feeling reasonably confident about it. Ooh. Believe I can do it. You believe you. I believe, I believe you can too, John. That's a big part of it. If you don't believe it, are you nervous? Because I know you know you didn't quite get there the first time. No, I'm I'm pretty confident that uh, the only thing that I'm not nervous about, but obviously the terrain is um, it's very up and down, I'm, isn't I'm it? I'm just not quite sure what sort of impact that'll have on the time. Um, but we'll, we'll see. But you were hoping to go 235-ish in Christchurch, I believe you? I'm capable of doing a 235. So are you going to pace the run to yep. a 240? Yep. So I'll go out and sort of about 119-ish, yep. 119.5, and then hopefully just be able to hold it together, and if I can pick it up a bit, maybe it can go a little bit. Run, walk? Run, walk, 3K on, 20 seconds off. Oh, you're doing it? Yep. Oh, John Newsom. Got to run three, around about 342, 343 for my runs, and then my um, the K that I do the walk-in, that'll be about a 355-ish. Nice. It's all under control. You've got a plan. What about nutrition? Uh, gel every. What am I doing? A gel every nine k. I think it is. Nice water. Uh, or fluid. And fluids, and I'll be uh, taking in coke in the second half as well. I'm curious, team. Now, if you're in Auckland, give John a bit of love because are you going up for anyone? 
No, I fly up all by yourself. Fly up at midday <laughs> on Saturday race, and I fly home. I'm in Auckland for 24 hours, oh, less than 24 hours. Wait, wait, so wait, you fly home at lunchtime? Yeah, it's going to be interesting getting on the plane. <laughs> but wait a second, what time does the marathon finish? The race is like six in the morning. It starts Start, at six. I think, I'm pretty sure it starts at ten past six. So it's a pretty early finish. So, John, have you seen that movie Team America? I'm so we. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm staying with some friends. Oh, just if you're out there, Auckland listeners. Oh, the Canterbury Triathlon Club uh, singlet on, yeah. and it's got it's it's sort of a grey with red with red, yeah, red quite, trim. Quite fashionable, I must say. And it's got a big Canterbury Tri Club logo on the back. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, because it could be a bit lonely. And you know, if he comes in and he's done it, but no one's going to say well done. It's not the same, is it? Don't expect any high fives until I get into that last yeah, one. Yeah, because he wouldn't even give Belinda a kiss that time, remember? That's right. Oh, that's all good, John. Well, I'm, and Bevan, what's happening I'm crossing my fingers. What's happening in my life, John? Um, got back from Australia. It's been a long show. Yep, sorry. No, always long shows now. It's going to have a roll now. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you guys like it. <laughs> got back from yeah. it. Right, well, but basically he wants to cut me up from my bed. He talks yeah. ages about his marathon. Just, just looking at that. Um... What have I been up to, John? Um, I got a bad haircut. Right, I got a really bad haircut last time as well. Oh, well, what happened bad. was I was in a bad mistake, John. Got a haircut in a mall. Exactly the same as me. <laughs> same. Exactly the same as me. <laughs> Don't get a haircut in the malls, listen, isn't it? Was it was like the day after the earthquake or something, and uh, and I went to Rick and Mall. Uh, don't go to the mall for a haircut. It's, it's, a it's, it's more than I pay normally for my haircut. Well, mine was cheaper, and it was, didn't bother me. But the thing was. Yeah, I normally have my hair a little bit long, you know, um, like a, a bit of mallet kind of coming on. Yeah, on, yeah. This is how I roll. And I went in and I said, look, I just want a little bit off the top. Yeah. And, 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 and it's not looking like there's a little bit off the top right now, yeah. is it, John? No. And so, and you could tell, you know, when you're getting a haircut, you could tell you cocked up. Yeah. You know, like, because he went way too short and had this big, like, over, you remember undercuts? Yeah, yeah. Looked yeah. like I had an undercut. So I'm looking at him and going, well, it's getting shorter and shorter, mate. And I'm giving the old a little bit of stink eye. Yeah. You know, and, and you could tell he's trying to he's trying to save this abortion he's making out of my hair. It's gone. It's, it's gone. It's, it's gone, gone. It's gone. And so at the end, I'm looking at him, expecting to go, oh, look, sorry, mate. You know, and he goes, I like it. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, it's real Melbourne. And I'm like, what Melbourne's like doorheads. So I wasn't happy about that because I'm a bit of a pretty boy deep down, John. Yes. So I wasn't happy about that. But one good thing about haircuts is it does grow back, mm. or at least at this stage it still does. Yeah. Um, oh, paintball! Look at that. Nice. Yeah, it's bruise. How big is that, John? It's, it's, it's a good two centimetre diameter. Oh, two centimetres. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good. I'm saying 10 centimetres. 10 centimetres. So I had a stag stew on the weekend. Mm. Went to paintball, went to rugby, hit the town, went dancing. Oh, nice. Tell you what, mate, you know what to worry about town, John? Because when I was younger, you go to town, you see all these chicks wearing hardly any clothes, and you're pretty mm. excited when you're 18. When you're 33 and you've got a 13-year-old, you're just worried your kid's going to be like that in five years from now. Girls it's don't right. wear much when you go to town. Have you been to town in a while? No, I have not. Honestly, we went to one bar called Iconic, which must be Christchurch's <laughs> place for slappers, because yeah. <laughs> 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 it was Honestly, the, the tops are so low, their nipples are just about falling out, and their pants are so high. <sighs> John, I'm worried. Yeah, it's... The next generation. Where, where is society going? Where, where are we going, John? So I was slightly concerned, and, and I didn't appreciate it at all. I just thought, oh, if I, if I walk in here five years from now, my daughter's here. You can, you can kind of almost understand it in a warm climate where things like that... Uh, hey, bikini time in summer in California, I understand in Spain it. or something like that. Yeah, Christchurch. Christchurch, man. It's not that hot. It's not that hot. <laughs> <laughs> we left Iconic pretty quickly, I tell you that yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, 
And the funny thing is, there's an oversupply of guys because obviously that works. Mm. That marketing probably from the girls works. But yeah, and then we went to uh, Soul Square. It was that was pretty good. Nice. But yeah, paintball was lots of fun. At the end of it, they they had um, what's it like a shooting line? You know, we a rifle range sort of thing. Yeah, and we went to stand in front of the other team, mm. and they got twenty shots at us. And I stood stood next to the stag, mm. and which was a bad move looking mm. back because everyone tried to shoot him, but not very good at shooting. Oh. So I just got smashed. I wasn't happy. So anyway, that's my week coming up this week, Labor Weekend. Oh, I've got my next monthly challenge. And what's the one after a couple of months time? Well, no, I got okay. Here's what's happening, John. This yeah. month, if you're in Christchurch, this Monday morning, nine thirty, just bring the kids along. We're doing the amazing race. Right. Oh, maybe your kids are a little bit too young. One and three. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Thomas. <laughs> Shove it up. We're doing an amazing race around Hagley Park. So you have to find locations and then come back and do exercises. Right. And there's prize. You get a $100 prize if you win. So, hey, putting the money down. And then next month I'm doing my sports day. And then December I'm having the triathlon race. Kevin's challenge is to challenge all the people to try What's the website? <laughs> You guys all know it by now. You like it. But go to it yeah. So uh, if you want to come along this Monday morning, go to my website, Bevan James Isles. Um, go to my monthly challenge. Totally free. You can bring your family. I'm trying to do it. We'll probably get lots of people there, so it'll be lots of fun. And then we'll go for drinks afterwards. Nice. It's me, John. It's life. I'm Russ. I'm Indo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. Kaha.